0: i'm gonna cut all this out i don't want to put this in (laughs)
1: how do i sound do i sound fine
0: you sound perfect actually oh thank goodness so jenna (laughs) leave her alone (laughs) shut your mouth anyways roll that beautiful intro theme song
1: do do all right welcome everybody to episode three of the glassling Glass podcast
0: my name is jasmine and my name is anna your resident never mind <laughs> <laughs> i always think i always think i have something clever to say but i have never have anything to say but yeah go for it anyways hello (laughs) welcome everybody and thank you for keeping up with our podcast we've been getting a lot of listeners new listeners and you know just thank you guys for supporting us because again we're we have no idea what we're doing here jasmine just got a new microphone so she's a little bit more official on her side i'm still (laughs) using my busted apple iphone um apple earphones oh my god (laughs) Anyways, I'm using my subpar equipment over here. But
1: yeah, I think we're doing pretty good. and It's okay. We're slowly evolving. It was the theme song first. And now the headset. We're just going to keep going up from here. We have the logo. (gasps) That's true. Which I think is still pending. I think I can make it better. Mm -hmm. but I think it's beautiful just the way it is. But yes, there's always room for improvement. Always room for improvement. So what have you been up to?
0: So I, again, my entire personality for the rest of the summer and for like 22 years of my life is the fact that I am a student. <laughs> I've been doing classes. I started my fellowship again last Monday and I'm heading into my second week and it's tearing me to shreds. I um, I don't know. It's oh, just no. hard. It's just hard being on Zoom for like a majority of the day, just sitting here staring at the screen. Like, I'm pretty sure my eyes are just completely gonna be drained and the next time i get a checkup my doctor's gonna get mad at me um but yeah i've just been doing my classes and getting some homework assignments in i haven't really set myself a routine yet i'm back on my google calendar i have like three planners that i'm trying to do right now because the first week i literally slept because like my the time is based in like Eastern Standard Time, so over here for me Mountain Standard Time, it's like two hours before, and that doesn't seem that much of a difference, but it is. Let me tell you, oh my gosh, I yeah, I, bet. I had this I slept through two um, lectures, and I felt so bad for it because oh I sh- and God. you know we have to get evaluations at the end, and I'm pretty sure I'm gonna get a I'm gonna get completely wrecked. But yeah, how are we doing today, Jasmine? This is my favorite thing to say. <laughs>
1: If you're on TikTok,
0: because I am uncultured. If you are on TikTok, you know exactly what I'm talking about. But yes, how are we doing today, Jasmine?
1: I'm doing good. I'm back in California again. Um, Update: We got approved for our apartment, so I'll be going back to Oregon in a little bit. Yeah, yeah, Um, yeah, and yeah, that's kind of been the big thing right now. Um, Okay, (laughs) (laughs) leads us into the uh, this episode's topic, which is how to be broke. How to be young
0: and broke. Cash money, young, young money, baby. You said it. You said
1: it. Yeah, so... Um, so, yeah, money, or, like, the lack thereof. Uh, <laughs> Us, too, as a recent graduate and current college student. Um, almost graduate. Almost graduate. You got a few months. Um, One, a few more. <laughs> it. Uh. It's, it's a struggle out here, people. Like we're pretty much just hustling at this point which you know is all you can do really and if you're not hustling then what are you doing mm-hmm. um, i don't know they always, people always talk about like, the value of money and like how do you feel about that like what would you say about so, money so
0: of course everybody values money it's subjective to everybody but for me i've always you know growing up as like an only child is well, <laughs> growing up kind of like an only child you know, I essentially, I guess, was spoiled, but I never asked my parents for anything. And as soon as I was legally able to, even before I was legal, um, I got a job and whether it was just working two weeks out of the summer or just doing some side job to get like $20 or something, I've always tried to find ways to make money for myself. And I still hold that to pretty high standards for myself. I mean, like, For me, if it's my money, I can spend it any way I want. But if it's, like, my parents' money, like, if they send me money or something, you know, I have to be a little bit more conscious of what I use that on. So I'll try to be more responsible as far as, like, spending it on school for (laughs) books for school. Whoa, stroke. (laughs) Um, Or (laughs) food or, you know, just, like, something that's actually responsible. But if it's my money, which you know I did have jobs throughout college I spent it on whatever I wanted you know clothes a bunch of stupid stuff which we'll be getting into because of course at your 20s or even earlier you spend your money on a lot of stupid stuff that you kind of regret <laughs> a few years oh but my gosh dude, yeah I how do it. you how do you value money um
1: money's a funny thing like My dad always told me in high school, like, that I didn't have to work because he would take care of me. And so, like, he wanted me to focus on school more, which, like, you know, I thought was great. Because it's like, hey, you I did not have to work. Like, I'm not going to complain. But being 22, looking back at it, I kind of wished he, like, kind of pushed it. Because not that it was harder to work later. I just think, like, I don't know. I think I would have valued money more yes like i would have probably had a head start and like actually had to save money and like probably holding like having a savings account before even going into college Mm -hmm. um and all that stuff but like i'm getting better now i'm definitely a big spender especially when it's my own money because i've been also working throughout the school years
0: Mm -hmm. and
1: uh oh my gosh they do not teach you how to budget and let me tell you (laughs) learn how to budget people um i have a lot of weak spots when it comes to spending my money especially on things that i don't need right now um Mm -hmm. i'm getting better because we're in a pandemic but like it's hard i've had like quite a few like buyer's guilt like recently um one of them will be my ipad which like you know (laughs) me i don't own any mac products like i'm kind of strictly pc which sucks because i'm like also a graphic designer so like I have to just give in by buy Mac eventually. So I eventually, I actually did buy a uh, iPad Pro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the one with the Apple Pen. And like total, like it kind of just, like, came around to like 700 or $800, which I remember like around like the time when I was buying this, like it was smart to buy it, but also not smart at the same time because it wasn't like I necessarily had all the funding for it. And let's just say like I walked out of Best Buy just feeling so defeated, even though like I had bought <laughs> Like literally like the iPad Pro, like one of like the best things you could have at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> and oh my gosh, like I never felt so guilty. Like it felt like I can't even describe like the pain. <laughs> like it's <laughs> a different I type of pain. Open, oh my gosh, I know. Like I didn't I couldn't even open the box like when I came back to the dorm. Like I kinda like sat down for a second and ate and was just like, Did I really just spend that much money like in like a span of like five minutes? Like Literally go to the store, told the guy I wanted this, brought it to the counter, paid for it, and then left, and just felt like I literally lost an entire part of myself. Like, it was so <laughs> traumatic. <laughs> um, I, like, I barely even used it, too, for, like, the first maybe, like, month, because I just, like, I didn't know what to do with it. <clears throat> yeah. Um, but, no, it's definitely helpful, especially, like, when I don't want to bring my laptop around with me. Like, I'm learning to love it more, because that's all I can do, and, like, I'll definitely use it for my, um expertise in my field but oh my gosh that was like one of my most recent buyer's guilt. yeah so
0: i feel like for so for me i tend to buy things in like little bundles and a big thing for me right now you know being in covid 19 pandemic era (laughs) i've been buying a lot of leisure or um what are they called um i think they're called leisure leisure Athleisure, but like, um, yeah, lounging, loungewear that's what it's called. Mm. I've been buying a lot of leggings, hoodies, sweatshirts, long or um, baggy t shirts, just like the works, right? Like, I haven't worn jeans this whole pandemic. That's a lie. I wore jeans last week, but anytime <laughs> that I have, that I cannot wear any jeans or anything. I wear sweatpants. I wear, yeah, sweatpants. I literally cut these sweats. I wear sweats, leggings. Like, that's literally been my entire attire this entire time and I can't stop. So, but for, okay. So, you know, when it comes to those little things, you think it's okay because like a t-shirt is going to be like $15 or a pair of shoes or a pair of jeans are going to be like, you know, $25 on up or something. So you think it's okay at first because when you spend in little quantities, you don't get as Big as a buyer's guilt or buyer's remorse, but then when it comes to like, yeah. But when it comes to like the big purchases, like an iPad, but you know it's going to be beneficial in the long run. When you weigh out the costs and the benefits, you know, of course it's going to be a hefty price, but you have to look at it. I I'm I'm learning to do this too. I mean, obviously, but you have to look at it as a investment, basically. Because I remember junior year, the first semester, my laptop I had from high school completely went kaput. Like it just completely died and I couldn't turn it on and I literally had an essay due that same night. So what did I do after class? I went to Best Buy and I bought myself. I invested in a $1600 laptop and I cannot tell Ooh. you how <laughs> how heartbreaking that was. And like my mom did she was able to help me on that, but I mm-hmm. basically funded it for my own like I basically funded it on my own from working my cuz I in college I worked I had um, when I was still up in Oregon, I Work to work city jobs and they didn't pay the most, but I mean, like, I save my money. I'm pretty good at saving my money and then I spend it in very large books. That's (laughs) my thing. But yeah, I was able to buy my laptop, and although like I was really just scared of the price tag, I knew it was a good thing. And the guy that was working with me told me all the benefits of it, and I still have it to this day, and it runs like a Freaking rock star, and I love it so much, and I will never bad talk it, yeah. any of my technology. But yeah, I think it's better when you, in a way, it is better for you to buy in a large bulk because it's like an investment basically, because you're going to be using. Hopefully, you're using it. I mean, that's a pretty large investment, but you're going right. to be using that for the rest of your life. But then, you know, I'm always Apple gang. I am. I'm. I fall to capitalism basically. <laughs> but like in you and your and AirPods, me and my AirPods, right? But you know, and Apple. You know, they're not known for being very, they don't have longevity, basically. So, you know, you might have to look into that. But if you're more into, like, just the hype of everything like I am, I guess, you know, you'll always be Apple gang. But, like, in reality, you need to do your research and find what is going to last you the longest. <laughs> Apple. Um But apples, no, Apple is completely inferior, I feel like, to a lot of different things and companies and tech companies out there. But um regardless, uh my grave is dug into the Apple graveyard. So
1: I am a prisoner (laughs) to capitalism.
0: (laughs) I'm so sorry.
1: (laughs) Oh my gosh, do we even get into capitalism? I feel like it's just everywhere. Like even like we we'll see it and we recognize it and we're still just like, oh I'm still gonna buy that damn t-shirt yeah it's, <laughs> it'll be like $60 so for go t-shirt.
0: T-shirt. yeah and then you'll be like gosh. oh I don't want to cuss you'll see the $60 <laughs> t-shirt you'll see the $60 t-shirt and then you'll just be like you know what forget it treat yourself that's that's gonna be the main topic throughout this whole
1: podcast gosh I'm so bad like a part of me and like I always say I have like this weird like shopping addiction I mean I do I'm not even gonna deny it But I kind of use it in a way where it's almost therapy. What is it called? Retail Retail therapy. therapy. Oh, my gosh. I believe I stand by it so much. Because, like, I don't know. Every time we're out or if I'm bored or if, like, I've been stuck in one spot for too long. So pretty much this entire COVID situation. I just want to spend money. Yeah. And again. I don't know if it's, like, the act of spending money or if it's receiving something. But, like, it feels like a little part of me. Yeah. And,
0: again, it's all, like, it's all, I don't, there's, like, a marketing, I'm pretty sure there's, like, a marketing strategy, right, that we're falling to completely, but it's always, I always think it's the price tag, you know, we go to Dutch Bros, and then, like, we get, like, a $5 drink or something, and that doesn't seem like a lot, but then when we start going there every day and getting that same $5 drink, of course it adds up.
1: (laughs) Dude, I went to, like, Dutch Bros over here, maybe, like, Dutch Bros and Starbucks, kind of, like, interchangeably, Mm -hmm. like, four days straight, and, like, I was spending $8 in both places. Mm -hmm. And, like, you know, eight times four, I was spending, like, pretty much, like, $32. Mm-hmm. Just, like, <clears> over the span of four days. And it literally, like, all they are is, like, drinks. It's, like, empty calories, pretty much. Yeah. And do I need that? Like, do I need more caffeine? I don't. And so, like, it was just all bad. Like, I could have just saved $32 um, just within, like, a week. <laughs>
0: yeah. See, and, like, it's, freaking, it's insane. See, and then, like, my thing, I know when I first got into college, I, I didn't get into makeup like in middle school, like most people, like most girls do, I guess. I got into makeup, Same. like my senior to like beginning of college years, I guess. And I was big balling. I I mean, I did buy like drugstore and everything, but like that was around the time where beauty YouTube was a huge thing and everybody just did so many reviews and on different products, makeup products and stuff. And when I saw, I was a really big follower of M- M.U.A. and when I saw that he you know, did a review on this one foundation or this one eyeshadow palette, I had to have that exact same thing. So I did spend a lot of money on makeup. And a lot of that makeup, I don't even wear nowadays. Have you guys seen my Instagram? I don't even wear makeup anymore. (laughs) But like, I mean, there's days where I still, you know, get dolled up and everything. But like, I wear very minimal stuff now. And I think about that. And I look at all my makeup palettes. And I'm just like, I don't even wear you guys like you're just burning a, a hole in my wallet, basically. But yeah, you know, it's When you're, like, in your early 20s, of course, you think, you know, you don't think much of money. I mean, especially when you go out on your own and stuff, it's kind of, like, money is just nothing. It's nice to have. And, like, especially when you get, like, your first job, you think you can just spend it however you want. And in a way, I mean, you can. It's your money, right? But you do have to be smart about it. (laughs) Like, seriously. (laughs) Especially. They don't tell you that. <laughs> and they don't tell you that. They don't tell you how to budget. They don't tell you what credit scores are and stuff. And again, before we get into this whole episode, we're going to put a full disclosure out there or a tiny disclosure or whatever. All opinions on our are our own and we're basing everything off of our own experiences. We are in no way, shape, or form experts. I will put this, I will say this in every podcast. We are in no <laughs> shape or form any type of experts. We're just going off of our experiences and Everything that we might say in this podcast is purely upon research, and I'll
1: reiterate that again later on. (laughs) Exactly. When we get into a certain segment, yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And you know, and then hustling, too, in college is tough. Um, Because we went to college, uh, believe it or not, before, so Mm -hmm. um, we kind of just missed the, um, what's it called? Oh my gosh, I'm brain farting. (laughs) Um, The whole sugar daddy scene. (laughs) Yeah. Like, i know honestly I like the, i respect the hustle yeah i like, respect you
0: know. you know yeah you literally have to respect the hustle and again this is a no judgment zone literally people out there we thought, about we we, thought, about thought about it we've definitely thought <laughs> about it we've definitely been desperate enough to where we were thinking like oh how much what could my feet go for <laughs> like you know like how much would people buy pictures of my feet but no like the hustle i mean like the hustle is the hustle and you play it however you want and if you crack the game if you crack the code then that's on you like respect complete
1: respect on you
0: because not everybody oh can do that i
1: i envy the people who like just get famous off of tiktok oh or like literally anything online and right just, like and they're our age if not younger like mm-hmm. what the heck what do i go to college for Anna? yeah doing some people
0: here? just hit the jackpot entirely and then you're just over here you know Doing what
1: we're told. Doing what
0: we're told. <laughs> Doing what we're told. Buying just top ramen. Buying packs of top ramen. And spending mm-hmm. what we have left of our declining balance on sushi and or spam musubi from the pod. No, that's too specific. From, <laughs> the, college, from, the, from the college convenience store. Yes. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. uh, but, you know, we're learning. We're going yeah. to be better. Everybody hustles in their own better. way. Exactly. The first Step to uh, being better is to build your credit, yeah. And like, I didn't learn, I did this by accident. Don't be dumb as me. <laughs> um, I accidentally opened a credit card without knowing, even you know, there's like this important thing called a social security number, um, that you need to give out in order to get a credit card because they have to check your credit score,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, which is sort of backwards when you think about it. Like, I've applied to a lot of credit cards before and kind of got declined, yeah, and have enough. I didn't have a high enough credit score, but you need a credit card to get a credit score. Mm -hmm. Insane. There's other ways to go about it too, like loans can build your credit score, um, and stuff like that. But I started with a—I'm not sure if there's a name for it—but like a credit card from like a store. So Victoria's Secret has their own like credit card, Mm -hmm. like subscription type thing, and so you only use that credit card at Victoria's Secret. And I think they have. I think you can also use it at Bath & Body Works because it's like the same company. Yeah, those cards um, have,
0: like, affiliates with different, because they're all, like, umbrellas, basically. So one right. company owns uh, all these companies, and then, like, you can use them at those different stores.
1: Right. And so I was scared because when I realized I got a credit card, I was like, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> like, what did I do? So I didn't I didn't use it or anything because I didn't know how to use a credit card. And this is me freshman year of college, so I was probably only 18. Mm-hmm. Um, And then I used it maybe two years later, and that's when I started building my credit so I can actually get, like, an actual credit card for gas and food and emergency situations. Um, And so I hope a lot, like, yes, their um, interest is more, I believe, when you get it through a store. Like, I think American Eagle has their own, and so does Forever 21, and, you know, you can even go through airlines Mm -hmm. and get... um, because a lot of times, like, the reason why you get these credit cards for these stores is you get benefits from them. And so airlines will give you, like, m- mileage or something like that for your next yeah. flight. Um, I definitely think it's something to look into because, yes, the interest is high, but you also get benefits from it. And, like, I don't go to Victoria's Secret every weekend to buy stuff. So, like, technically, I am, like, budgeting. Like, I'm only spending when I go there. Mm-hmm. And if i want anything from there and so it helped me like pay it off easily because i was only really spending like 20 to 50 bucks every single time i went Mm -hmm. which is usually like once a month so i would just pay it off and then my credit score would go up
0: yeah and even though this is a finance episode guys i mean it might seem boring yes but there's we're gonna give you guys a lot of good tips um we did some research and you know there are a lot of good things that i wish i had known if i was younger going out or coming out of high school or even being in high school, you know, building your credit scores are super efficient and super important in your early twenties, like this time of our lives. And I did the same thing, like before I got into college. When literally when we were driving up to Oregon, I got my first credit card in um, Vegas. So we're Ooh-hoo. staying, we're staying with some friends in Vegas, and I went to my bank over there, and my mom was telling me that I should open up a credit card so that I can start building up my credit score, you know, cause I mean, like, you're not really making any big purchases other than, like, maybe your plane ticket and then books. So it's just good to have that credit card there for major emergencies, which I mainly used it for. And then you make your payments on time um, every month, basically. And for me, I... Very important. Yeah, very, very important. If you don't do that, then your credit score will go down. And it'll prevent you from getting different things, like qualifying to get a new car or even get a new
1: apartment and stuff. So... Oh, I guess we should have mentioned that. Like,
0: why do you need a credit score? Yeah, a credit score. It, it's really essential, especially in our American, American economy, for you to get a lot of stuff, to get a, a mortgage, a house, a car, literally, a, well, yeah, an apartment, like literally anything. You need a good credit score. And if you don't have a good credit score, it can really ruin your life. Can, I don't want to say that. It oh, can yeah. really, like, it can really cause <laughs> challenges It'll, be, in your it'll life. be hard. It'll be hard. Yeah. It'll make everything more challenging. Bloody
1: it pretty much proves that you're able to pay things back. Yeah, it and shows, so, like, like, your liability. Like, right. So, like, what Anna said, um, if you pay it off, your credit score goes up. Otherwise, if you miss your payments, it goes down. Yeah. So,
0: so, it's... Very
1: tough. And, like,
0: for me, I made pretty big purchases with my credit card because it was mainly on school books and for plane tickets. And everybody does... See, like, this is where, like, my gray area is. I don't know too much about this part, but, like, for me my credit card payments i'm still making my i'm still trying to get my balance down back to the zeros i'm trying to pay everything off right and that was just like accumulating build up from um, my freshman year when i had to keep buying my plane tickets and stuff and i for me i try to pay i pay my payments every month but i pay more than what the minimum is so a lot of the time you'll get like a minimum that shows up on your Statement that shows how much you need to pay every month, and although you can pay the like, let's say for example it's twenty three dollars a month, you can pay the twenty three dollars, but it'll look better if you pay more than that. So for me, like if I if right. mine was twenty three dollars, I would pay double that. I'm not going to do mental math right now because I'm tired, but <laughs> I'll pay double that or even more. So like whenever I get like a good lump sum of scholarship money, like for um what is it called refund, I I'll, I'll use like maybe. Not half of it, because, I mean, I got to live, right? I have a life. But I'll use, mm-hmm. like, maybe 200 of that, 300, 500 of that to put into my credit card so that I can bring my I can bring my statement down to zeros, hopefully. Right. Yeah. But it's all about just making like, your payments on
1: time. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if your credit card's different, but um, if you also keep paying the minimum amount, you'll eventually... I think you get two or three strikes. I think um, so. And eventually right eventually they like will contact you and be like hey let's just keep paying the minimum amount we're gonna charge you more read your, you... <laughs> yeah. please please read, read, read your contracts
0: everybody please read your contracts
1: please ask um you know research before you go
0: in to get a credit card and then ask your banker all these questions because like we didn't do that i
1: mean i didn't do that for sure <laughs> oh my gosh i know like learning like I, we both kind of learned it like while we're going through it <laughs> not necessarily before yeah um another thing is like interest oh yeah good credit cards for college students would either be ones you have with like your bank because you kind of already have an account with them and before. they have ones that are
0: designated for college students as well
1: exactly mm-hmm. because discover also yeah. has a college student plan um a lot of good benefits you can mm-hmm. get five percent cash back um Uh, not sponsored not sponsored you get five uh cash back off of like your purchases and you can use Mm -hmm. that money to pay off your credit card as well so that's really exactly
0: and i think i read somewhere that discover is actually the top credit card for students that students should pay for or that students should apply for because they have those really great benefits for you to get started on your journey of credit cards basically and don't get too many credit cards i swear to god guys (laughs) like because it will bite you in the butt (laughs) I've seen it happen to many Ugh. people. And again, just really pay attention to those interest rates. Do your research because if you have a high, really high interest rate, it's going to be super hard to try to pay off your credit card and get it back down to a zero balance. And it's just going to keep accumulating for the entirety of however long you have that credit card.
1: Oh my gosh. And also don't apply for like maybe no more than a few credit cards at a time. Mm-hmm. Because what they'll do is they'll check your credit score because you know, but every time your credit score gets checked, you get docked. Yeah, because like it's like you you keep applying for something, and so your credit score will go down every single time you apply for a credit card or a loan or whatever it is.
0: Mm-hmm. Very so true.
1: It's a pretty big deal. Very scary. Oh my gosh, FICO scores. Oh, I mean, makes me nervous every time I look at it.
0: I'm really lucky but, that my I'm really lucky that my bank has a free credit score checker. So anytime I check it, my credit Score t- stays the same.
1: Exactly same
0: with Discover. Mm-hmm. See, look, look it up. Please oh, look it up, everybody. Like, we're not—they're not sponsored. I mean, we're not sponsored by them, but please. I mean, if they want to, I mean,
1: <laughs> but yeah. No, they're really cool. And like, because I kept paying on time, like I was able to get um, my credit line was always increasing. Like maybe every year mm-hmm. or two. That's another uh, thing which to be aware of. of. Yes. Not do that to me. <laughs> Like, it sounds cool because it's almost like a pat on the back, like good job. You pay it on time. Yeah, we're going to you up know, your credit like, limit. You
0: can spend more, but yeah. that's a huge responsibility, guys. Oh, my gosh. they, they, they tricky because It's
1: like, oh, hey, it's like, want to spend more money?
0: We saw that you're making like triple no. your payments. We want to up your credit score limit. And you're like, oh, okay, awesome. They trust me with more money, right? Just be careful, guys. <laughs> be very careful of be that.
1: Careful. Yeah. Um, really, like when I first got my credit card, I like one from Discover. uh I was like telling myself, only use it for groceries or um, like sometimes car payments. If I really didn't have like the money for it. Like, I try to use it for emergencies only. Otherwise, like, if you could pay it, if you could pay for something with the money you already have, do it. Like, yeah. why use a credit card? Mm-hmm. Um, unless you know you can pay it off right away, but like, that's what know, I was gonna that say. Adds up. Yeah if, pay pay right so yeah if you can pay it off right away yeah if you can pay it off right
0: away so let's say you spend like fifty dollars on groceries but you have fifty dollars in your account but you get some type of benefit when you use your credit card to pay for your groceries like you get certain amount of cash back like five percent of cash back or something use your credit card you can be smart about this it's all about strategy you can use your credit card, but then after you pay for the groceries, you can pay off that fifty dollars on your credit card with the your other card or whatever you have in your bank account so that it remains at zero. So it's not like a necessity, but just you know, the main thing here is just to make sure you make your payments on time and be smart. Mm-hmm. Sure. And use those benefits, honey. Like seriously, I didn't even know about my credit card benefits until like two years later when I looked at my, oh my gosh. Uh, when I looked at my app, yeah, because they didn't, they never told me about that. See, I wish I could have gone with like discover or somebody else when getting my credit card because the ones that i have now the interest rate is not that great and they have benefits but they're not the greatest benefits and a lot of the stores Mm -hmm. that you can use those benefits at they don't have them around where i live so it's kind of like i have it just for plain just you know just plain and simple for the credit card score right but i mean i guess i will say though
1: like if you do get discover i know there's a lot of places that don't accept it it's a little different now because like It's a, you know, capitalist world that we live in so you know evolve. But I believe I might be wrong, I would fact check it. But um I think you can't use Discover at most hotels when you like put a card down on your room or something Mm -hmm. like that. Um I know some grocery stores didn't accept Discover. So it's a little limited on like where you can spend it. But I mean Mm -hmm. it's good for college kids, you're not really doing anything crazy. Yeah. No crazy big payments or
0: anything. No crazy big books. payments. If you <laughs> want grocery. to, yeah. And if you want to learn a little bit more about credit cards, there's a really great YouTuber that I have, you know, been watching since January mm-hmm. because my whole thing this year, one of my, what are they called? New Year's resolutions was to become more financially literate and learn a little bit more about finances mm-hmm. and stuff. So I found Graham Stefan. If you have heard of him, you know exactly what I'm talking about or who I'm talking about. But if you haven't heard from if you haven't heard of him, I recommend that you watch him because he gives a lot he gives out a really oh my god. He gives out a lot of really good advice. He's a millennial again. He's like an entrepreneur. He flips houses for a living. I mean, of course, right. <laughs> That's pretty common in our generation and stuff. But yeah, definitely give him a check. Uh I'll be basing a lot of my facts that I say on here off of his videos because I think he just tells it plain and simple and his videos aren't like 40 minutes long it's just like short little 10 minute or less videos but if he does go over I mean it's really interesting and I really suggest that you guys watch him
1: definitely um another thing that Anna and I were very like grateful to have in college because not a lot of people um qualify for it qualified for it exactly Mm -hmm. or can have it is something called work study um and that is work study buddy I believe it's based on your family income, right? Yeah. When you go to college, because um, mm-hmm. you have to go through FAFSA and everything, and pretty much work study is when the federal government pays for you to work. at yeah. School. Um, our college, I don't know if it's applied everywhere else, but like our college was really good about like incorporating like work study schedules between like your classes, mm-hmm. like
0: very so flexible
1: full time students, exactly. Well, mm-hmm. also working kind of part time.
0: Yeah. Um, and and- I know there's
1: a cap. it so i believe yeah
0: 2500
1: is like the most you can get in the school year or is it the semester
0: i think it might be the school year I don't know.
1: Don't doing again. Don't don't hold us accountable to
0: these. But yeah, we both did have work study, and they were very. I mean, we both really enjoyed our jobs, and I had two work study jobs, so I hit that limit very soon. But (laughs) you know, I it's really nice to have work study, and you know, there's a little option on your FAFSA when you're filling it out. You should be filling it out, not your parents. But um, they have a little (laughs) section on there that says, you know, would you want to. Do you want to do work-study? So then you just pick yes if you do or no if you don't. So, And then more times than likely, if you qualify within a certain income level, I guess, you would get work-study, and then you could get money, basically, and then use it however you want. See, when I went into college, I thought that work-study money went directly to the tuition, but apparently they, it's just like working a job, and then you get paid through a check or a direct deposit.
1: Right. And it helps, too, if, like, you haven't had a job before, because now you're able to, like, actually go to school and study, but you can also work, and although, like, sometimes, you know, hours aren't great, like, you can sometimes I know people who only work, like, three hours a week, Mm -hmm. um, but you can still get, like, um, a lot of experience from it and put that on your resume, and so, like, you weren't just sitting around doing nothing in college, like, you were actually working and studying and all this
0: stuff yeah like especially I know the library was probably one of the best places to work well we both didn't work in the library but I've heard that they wanted to (laughs) we wanted to they we've heard that they just had so much free time so that they could just sit there at the front desk and then do homework whenever they wanted but the also really fun place to work for work study was the mailroom, which I worked at and it's completely worth the hype I loved working there every single minute I the my supervisors were awesome and I still talk to them to this day and you know, I don't know. It's just, if you can, if you get a chance to work in the mill room, I suggest, I don't know if it's the same situation in different universities or colleges, but I know I had a really good experience working at mine and I don't know, it's just a really easy job. And, but it's just nice. I mean, like you kind of just get to know people, you know, look at packages and I don't know. It's, mm-hmm. there's just something really like satisfying about it.
1: Right. And like, don't be picky with like the type of work study job you get Cause like yes. sometimes you can have like work study, um scholarship but also like not get accepted anywhere like they're not i don't think they're required to have you work no it's something like it's an option for you to have and get but you have to like actually work for it and yeah apply for it like an actual job Mm -hmm. um like me now uh, i worked in human resources but like a part of me wishes i was working in like the finance office because there's a lot of like jobs where it's like oh do you know how to do like accounts payable and stuff Mm-hmm. Um, so if you can plan ahead do it but otherwise like have fun with it i'm yep. pretty sure like other colleges have like a lot of different options it's not like just an office job or anything mm-hmm.
0: yes work study definitely look into it if you're qualified so from work study of course you get money for doing all your hard work your income and of course you want to go spend that money but really you should work that money to where it can last you to buy groceries if you're living in an apartment or just for other things and how do we kind of set a schedule for that budgeting
1: so like for the first two years of college like i was doing very minimal like work study hours um, but i also wasn't going anywhere because we both ate on campus um, <laughs> through like the school and through like what we paid for for the dorm but yes. later on we lived in an apartment dorm but we had to buy our own food so mm-hmm. like man did we have to keep so buying food <laughs> Yeah. Oh my gosh, because, and, like, I think we both found a way to do it after the fact, but, like, during, we were, like, oh, well, why buy, like, three different cartons of milk when we all drink the same milk? So, like, we, like, buy in bulk. Yeah. Um, Because there's four people living in one apartment.
0: Yeah, we're, like, it doesn't Um, make any sense to buy our own things when we use the same stuff, and we're all friends here, you know, but four people living in an apartment that, you know, everything goes fast. Everything goes fast
1: exactly and we we're trying to meal prep if that didn't work out um, if you can meal prep that'll actually be better for you that will actually really better schedule. yes and it'll um, be
0: more time consu- my less time consuming and more healthy and more healthy
1: we try to do it where we went every two weeks and try to stretch the food um, mm-hmm. i'm sure you can do it every week and it still works too as long as like you keep yourself on that strict schedule
0: yeah there's different budget. ways for you to oh budget gosh. i mean there's apps there's apps everywhere that you can use to help you budget but for me i like to do little excel spreadsheets and of course i didn't do it back then because i was a whole different person back then (laughs) but now i love making excel sheets for everything and although like i don't really pay for a lot i don't really get an income right now because i'm focusing solely on school um there's still i mean i like to do budgets i like to use little i like to use excel sheets and create little budgets so like if i have this much money which, how much of that needs to go into bills that I pay for, and then how much of that can I use, like, for free, like, just for free time, whatever I want to do with it, and then how much should I put into my savings account, and then how much should I save in cash, or just, like, have on hand, basically, so, I mean, you can budget however you want, just know that, you know, you have different responsibilities, if you have different responsibilities that you need to pay for, or, you know, save some money for those on the side, and make that be your priority to spend, and to pay off first, and then, you know, just don't ha- don't forget to have a little bit of fun. Like you can have some fun with your money that you have because it is your money if you
1: earned it. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Um. Another good thing is like in college, just to have a Venmo because more than likely you're going yes. to come back. <laughs>
0: um, Venmo, Something we did have? not do.
1: <laughs> oh my god, and I didn't get Venmo until like way later. But Same, yeah. Like I didn't. If you haven't the the Venmo, what are you doing?
0: <laughs> yeah I didn't get I didn't even get the concept when I was when we were still there because like we would go to McDonald's or we would go to Dutch Bros or something and be like oh can we get two separate payments we're gonna make two separate payments but it would have been so much easier if I was just like oh I'll venue the money you know <laughs> so we can make it easier yeah. on the workers so yes Venmo is your friend please or pay cash yeah. or pay cash yes but who uses cash anymore Hard- <laughs> but like yes <laughs> please. please please Venmo is your friend I highly recommend it
1: and so yeah so when you get a job you're going to go through all these hoops. out a lot of documents. And yep. my papa is... Uh, something dun, a dun, dun. Yes. dun, dun, dun. Your 401K, um, then... Yeah. You're 401k.
0: Or we're going to be talking about another opportunity, which is so Roth IRA. IRA.
1: Exactly. Um, yes. So, Anna, what are those things? You're the money person
0: so i've taken like one class on finance but again i have (laughs)
1: been watching a lot of um, grand
0: stefan and he goes through a lot of these because some people don't know the difference and i didn't even know the difference jasmine doesn't know the difference but we know like a little bit here and there what it what it is basically from our parents or just from other people who have gone through these experiences so basically your 401k and your roth ira are both um, for your retirement. They both offer tax benefits for your retirement. But the main difference between the two types of accounts is that the employees offer the 401ks and then the Roth IRA accounts are opened by the individuals. So when you apply for a job that offers the 401k, then you know that's the 401k basically. And then the Roth <laughs> IRA, you have to go to an external Service or account um, I have there's some websites that are recommended i don't have them on the top of my head right now, but you open those yourself and basically i'll go just kind of break down which what are the pros and cons of both accounts and then i'll just i guess conclude with which ones are better and like basically what my opinions are, which one I think is better for like let's say my own financial status right now so Let's go first into the Roth IRA because I know everybody's probably wondering, what the heck is that? It's not a new concept, but it is something that's not as popular as the 401k. So some pros. Again, I'm so, I'm basing all of this off of Grand Stefan. I watched his videos and I took some research off of this as external research. But it has a $6,000 year limit contribution with post- post-tax money. And you can walk. Oh, my God. And you can withdraw money tax-free after the age of 59 and a half tax-free. So if you have like $6,000, but it grows to $7,000 next year, you can take out the
1: $6,000, but you have to leave the profit of $1,000 in the account. It's just how it is. Uh, So when you do take out money from like a Roth IRA, do you um, get like fined for it or anything?
0: Yeah, so actually you do. So before you turn, if you want to take out the money before you turn 59 and a half, you do get like a 10% penalty and then you have to pay some of the income taxes. So that is one of the cons. And so while we're in the cons, let's go into like the bad side of the, oh, yeah. So then you have to pay the 10% penalty and then pay taxes on the money, on that money. And that kind of defeats the whole purpose of the Roth IRA. So while we're on the cons, we're going to just go and- into what else is not the greatest about the Roth IRA. So it's post-tax money and there's no tax write-off, so you can't really earn anything from it while you... So you can't earn as much from it when you turn 59 and a half. And the limit is $6,000. So if you wanted to to contribute more than that, you couldn't do that because the cap is $6,000 right now. But I don't know if there's any talks of trying to up that limit, but as of right now,
1: it's $6,000. So you can only deposit six thousand at a time. Yeah, six thousand or like. Okay, gotcha. Okay.
0: Yeah. Let me drink some water. Catching me off guard
1: here. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So now
0: we're gonna go into the four hundred one k. So, some pros of the four hundred one k. It's a tax write off, so that's pre tax money. So, for example, if you're in a thirty two percent tax bracket, which go you and you contribute $19,000 to your 401k it'll save you about $6,080 that you can invest instead of paying the IRS so that's kind of your money that you can use to invest and make you even more money in the future and another thing another pro about the 401k is that you can contribute $19,000 a year when compared to the $6,000 in the Roth IRA so you can put more into your 401k account so now the third pro is that This is a huge thing with the 401k. And if your employee, if your employer offers this, please go for it. If your employer can match your contribution, you must always go for it. So, this is like the easiest way to up your earnings basically. So, if you, or up your profit in the future. So, if you, let's say you contribute a total of $60,000 in your 401k the employer will match that price when you're retired and you're ready to take out that 401k and get monthly payments from that. So if your employers offer this, please do it. That's like the best advice I can give you from research. And I've also heard this from my mother too, like, please, if your employers match that, then always do it. So now some cons. Um, Even though you don't pay the taxes now, you do have to pay later after you turn the age of 59 and a half. Again, the key age here is 59 and a half. And if you withdraw any money earlier before you turn 59 and a half, again, you do have that 10% penalty and you have to pay income taxes, which are higher than paying the long-term capital gains because you've held the investment for a long period of time. So you're not, you're losing money basically. And then you're forced to withdraw the money at the age of 70 and a half. So If you wanted to leave it there, like let's say you're 75 and a half or 70 and a half and you wanted to leave the money in your 401k so that I can accumulate more profit, you can't do that. As soon as it turns 70 70 and a half, you have to get the monthly payments will set to come out. So yeah, yeah, those are just like the breakdown of both and which is better. So for me, I think the Roth IRA, so again, just from doing research again, the Roth IRA is if you are in a position where you're young and you're not making that much money but you do plan on making more money in the future whereas vice versa if you are making a lot of money now but you don't expect to make a lot of money in the future you should go with the 401k so as a young person not don't really have a job right now just kind of living off of a scholarship paychecks and everything i personally would go for a roth ira which i'm kind of in talks with doing right now i'm doing my own research and stuff and i was a little bit more in i guess i was a little bit more in involved with it in the beginning of january because of course that's when everybody has their motivation to fulfill their new year's resolutions but i kind of got distracted from that and or got lazy from researching all of that and now i'm trying to pick that back up and i heard that it's as you know you can start as early as you want and it's actually recommended to start a roth ira account you know, as soon as you start working. So, like, when you're 16, it's highly encouraged to open that Roth IRA account because you can just put, you know, you don't have to put a lot of money in there. You can just put whatever you can afford in there. And then as you start getting a better job with better pay and benefits, then you can start to, you know, you can start to increase the amount that you put into your Roth IRA account. And I'm not too sure, don't quote me on this, but I think you can have both at the same time, a Roth IRA and a 401k oh wow okay that's good yeah so you know and then you know 401k is a better option if you're making a lot of money now and you don't expect to make a lot in the future and also you know tax rates are just so unstable and they're always changing you know they're always fluctuating so the 401k if you're not you know if you're kind of worried about how the tax rates are going to be in the future like when you're ready to retire and how much you're going to have to pay back if that's really you know concerning you then the 401k would be better for you so but yeah all in all just do your own research please like this is kind of just what I've learned from watching the video and right. you a know broad overview. it's a broad overview and everybody you know you have your own experiences you have your own backgrounds and you have your own situations so just do your own research and if you can see a financial advisor because they're really helpful and yeah which one would you go with Jasmine? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um, probably definitely with a Roth IRA, especially right now. Yeah. Um, because again, like, as long as you don't take money out of it, and you just kind of let it, like, sit there, and, like, even just putting in, like, 20 bucks every month, like, Mm -hmm. will add up a lot. If $8 a week, or $8 every single day adds up a lot, I'm pretty sure 20 bucks a month is another thing, too. Oh, yeah,
0: and you can always up that limit, too. You can always put more into your Roth, Roth
1: IRA. Yeah, exactly. If you're feeling like you can just, you know, like put a hundred in there or a couple hundred when you want to then like why not
0: yeah if you're feeling bougie you can put 500 in there whatever you want you have up until <laughs> so six thousand so dollars
1: <laughs> so much pressure yeah uh, so well with all this money talk like i think it's good to end it on like don't forget to treat yourself because yeah. it's more money um, that is our do whatever the hell you want with it
0: yeah that is our motto to each other you know when we go out shopping we go to the mall and stuff we're like "Ah, should i get this should i get this jacket should i get these shoes you know what treat yourself don't forget to treat yourself because you know all like whatever anybody else says you know sometimes you do need a little bit of retail therapy and you know whatever makes you happy you do it and as long as you're not like you know pushing your limits and like pushing your credit card limits and going above and maxing out your credit card That's probably not the most responsible option. But, like, if you see a pair of shoes that you've been eyeing for a while or, you know, you just want to treat yourself a little bit, go for it, honey. Like, if you have the money to do it, then go for it. If you paid off everything, go for it. (laughs) Exactly, because money makes the world go round. Money makes the world go round. And money comes and goes, honestly. You know, we hold money up to such a high value. I guess it's, I mean, everybody, again, values money in their own way. But, like, most of us hold money up to a high value. And it seems like, you know, we... And it seems like every time we spend it, you know, we get that buyer's remorse. But, you know, money comes and goes. It makes the world go around. And it's basically just what the economy is r- ran off of, basically. I can't talk anymore. My voice is so dry. <laughs> but, yeah, please <laughs> just don't forget to treat yourself. Just be responsible be about, about it. Be smart about yeah, it. Exactly. and Yeah. So now... Well, before we end this episode, we like to do a little segment. We have, like, a list of segments that we want to do before we end off the episode, just to kind of, like, wind down a little bit and just, you know, end on a good note. So, like, yeah. this so this episode, we're going to talk about our current obsessions. So, what have you
1: been obsessed about
0: this week, Jasmine?
1: I guess I'll go into my, like, which is a, this is also like a sneak peek for a topic for later, but, like, I have this thing where, especially now, since, like, the COVID, pan- COVID pandemic, um, I've been, like, investing a lot in just, like, art stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, like, these little, like, passion projects that I know, like, I'll never see through fully. <laughs> um, so, like, I've been making, like, essentially, like, right before COVID even happened, I was, like, going to Michael's and buying, like, um, watercolor paper, watercolor uh, paint sets, paint brushes, and then all of a sudden I moved to acrylics and I was buying, like, what do you call it um canvases and acrylic paint and acrylic brushes and then now I'm like oh my gosh I want to do like uh embroidery and so I bought a freaking hoop and (laughs) fabric and embroidery floss and I'm just like okay I need to stop like it's funny because like I do find it like soothing and like it's like a little like little piece of work that I like a lot Mm -hmm. um it's definitely worth it but especially with everything going on it's like should i really be spending my money on these like little art projects that i probably won't finish like no is a smart answer but yeah I so i'll probably still do it anyway <laughs> so that's my long-winded obsession right now is michael's
0: mm-hmm. michael's <laughs> and their art and in a nutshell
1: <laughs> what about you
0: so for me So, I've been on Pinterest a lot lately. See, I don't go on Pinterest all the time, but it comes in waves. So, there will be, like, a certain period where I'm on Pinterest, like, all the time. Or then, you know, like, next week, I probably won't even look at Pinterest for, like, the next five years or so. But (laughs) I've been looking a lot at, like, um, what are they called? I've been looking a lot at, like, kitchen utensils and kitchenware, basically, and just home stuff. (laughs) Because, I mean, I don't plan on buying a home anytime soon or I don't know what my living situation will be like after I graduate or anything but like I've been like just really thinking about I've just been really like excited about being able to not decorate my own home but just like buy (laughs) homeware type of stuff so like buying like a microwave buying like buying new utensils you know because i have like two forks that's all i have because i lost the other one (laughs) and those are the only ones that i have i have like a lot of mismatched stuff and like again my financial situation is probably not going to be any better after i graduate hopefully i will have a job but like still you know moving into a place you do have to invest a lot of money into it and you know, we like to live in comfort, I think, so, like, we do like to spend a lot of money, and I actually recently bought a a smart TV, and I think that's, like, I think that's, like, my biggest obsession right now, because I had a TV before, but, like, it wasn't a smart TV. I had to hook it up to my laptop, and it's kind of inconvenient, because I like to watch movies or something when I'm doing my homework, and I had to, like, Go sit by the TV and it—you know—it just wasn't good on the eyes. It was just overall very inconvenient. But now I have a smart TV and I'm able to play my Spotify on there, and it's just very like all around what I needed, and I'm very happy about it. I was very, you know, I had gone through a lot of buyer's remorse about it, but you know, it was on sale, and I love it. So, it's yeah, Yeah.
1: materialism at its finest. (laughs) Oh my gosh, we're the worst, and we're gonna talk about budgeting.
0: (laughs) <laughs> we're talking about budgeting yeah you know what again we're treat yourself don't be don't be afraid to spend money we're learning we're still learning yeah we're 22 like come on we're still learning how to maintain our finances you,
1: like my love language is gift giving <laughs> or gift receiving too just you know gifts. Yeah. <laughs> and that'll
0: be for another episode <laughs> i think the
1: next one we have actually. another
0: episode coming up how to break your heart but yeah little preview anyways I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I'm sorry if this
1: episode... Yep. <laughs> I'm sorry this episode was a little boring. Um, finances and money and like yeah. how to you spend know, money and how to not spend money.
0: It's all about growing up and it's all about adulting too. You have to learn about this at some point or another. And why not learn about it from us? You Because know? we're still living through this whole thing on how to budget and maintain our finances and how to. what's the difference between a 401k and a, R- and a Roth IRA. <laughs> but yeah, we're still learning, guys. We're, we're right there with you and money is money (laughs) Money no oh my god not permanent We have our Instagram page, The Dot Glass Ceiling. Please go follow us on there. We post whenever we have new episodes. You can listen to our podcast on the Anchor app, Spotify, Google Play and some other platforms that I don't know. But um, Spotify (laughs) is our most popular one and the Anchor app. And again, we do have a YouTube channel if you want to go check us out when we were younger and stupid. (laughs) Um, We used to (laughs) post vlogs. It's called pineapple cactus cactus. on Mm -hmm. youtube please go check that out subscribe i don't know if we're really gonna start doing videos but this podcast is a lot of work as it is but i think this podcast (laughs) was like the most challenging one so far because we had to like actually research and stuff so i was very nervous about filming this one but i mean i hope we gave you guys i hope we gave you guys a lot of good advice and info and whatever and just please go research on your own too
1: yeah but yeah you know feedback or anything let us know
0: yeah please if you have any feedback please let us know and we will improve jasmine got her new mic so we can't be added <laughs> at that anymore well she can't be added at that anymore but yeah again but yeah we'll see you guys next wednesday and please stay safe wash yeah. your hands stay six feet part away six oh my god stay six feet part away and don't forget to treat yourself <laughs> woo woo all right guys bye. we'll see you bye